This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was skiing. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And um, Nash, this is episode 214. Welcome. Adam, Adam just reminded me right before this we hit record. And yeah. that means this is the Valentine's episode. Oh, you're such a hopeless romantic, Bill. That is Any- what I'm... God, I get called it so frequently. Anytime you can like wedge in a Valentine's Day reference, mm-hmm. that is so you, Billy. That is mm-hmm. so you. Yep, I'm. I, people say that I am always equipped with Cupid's arrow. I don't know what I mean. Yeah. I'm just. I was born with Cupid's arrow. What can I say? Yeah. What can you say? I always when people have the last name Valentine because it definitely always sounds like a stage name. What was that NBA player for the Bulls who went to Michigan State? There was a Denzel, Valentine. Definitely. Denzel Valentine. What a name! What a yeah. beautiful name. Marina Denzel. was going on a tour when we moved to LA. She was going on a tour of gyms to see which gym she wanted yeah. to sign up for. And at oh, yeah. one gym downtown, she was working out next to this guy who she overheard was training yeah. for the NBA. And she overheard, she texted me, Do you, have you ever heard of Denzel Valentine? And I was like, yeah. oh my God, that guy was just in the final four. He's like a college basketball legend. And she wrote back, yeah. his butt is all caps so big. <laughs> something that we don't talk about enough is especially as sports fans and as basketball Mm. fans big people have big butts like that's just a matter of fact we you and okay like yes you and i were caterers adam um and we catered the announcement that the nets were coming to brooklyn do you remember that's right jay-z was there at the museum right that's right and david stern was there it was a breakfast and we were caterers so we were privy to it all and do you remember who else was there Daryl Chocolate Thunder Dawkins. What a butt, dude! <laughs> what a butt! That was the that was the king butt. You and I both like stopped and like probably dropped our trays when we saw that ass. <laughs> that ass was had its own uh, had its own mailing address. It yes. was its own had its own gravitational pull. It yes. was its own living entity. Stunning, and it wasn't. Yes. It's not like he was wearing like tights. He was wearing a big suit. Like a huge yeah, yeah. suit, a huge suit. Yeah. And, and the derriere, the derriere perseveres. The derriere mm-hmm. reveals. Let's just yeah. say that the car didn't fit in the garage. A little of the car <laughs> poked out. That's um, right, exactly. But I remember um, you and I were together. We were probably like 22 years old. And I just remember thinking like, Jay-Z is here. I should really be marveling at that. But I can't <laughs> stop looking at that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I want to pass along an anecdote, uh, a personal story from the life of my my lovely wife Maggie uh, when she was young. Uh, how old Maggie? Disneyland. Oh, sorry, she has her headphones in. But she went to Disneyland with her family. She uh, was walking behind a very in line for maybe Space Mountain or maybe Thunder mm. Mountain behind a very tall man. Mm. That man had to be Vladdy Divox. Oh, right. And Vladdy uh, Divox and Maggie was I don't know how old a, a child, mm-hmm. so it was right at about butt level, and mm-hmm. Vladdy. Fox ripped a fart right in her face, right so, out of that butt. Right. So is that just a product of bad timing? Can we really I be mad at Vladi? Do we think that Vladi? No, of course not. Do we think that Vladi uh, like was wanted him, wanted her off of him, and so he blew some gas? Or do you think it was just Absolutely. bad timing? 
I think this is just a timing issue. I mean, uh, I mean, he who does not fart, let he or she cast the first stone. Please, we've all farted, my God. Yes. So, uh, I don't hold anything against the Yugoslavian wonder. I'm just saying, like, big men ha- and women have big butts and big butts. <laughs> but that's all. Like, I don't mean to get on attention here, but uh, that's all. <laughs> yep, he blew gas in Maggie's face. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So what, I'm curious what Maggie did once she received um, the wind. Uh, well, knowing Maggie, not that I knew nine or 10 year old Maggie, but I would imagine she made some sort of exaggerated face uh, <laughs> and just sort of lived with that private moment forever. Uh, and, I, and we are lucky enough to know about that anecdote. We're lucky want, enough to know that. I want, it would have been so ironic if Maggie made a stink about Vladi's fart. Oh, Billy. Cool, cool, cool. Uh. <laughs> Um, Adam, this is what episode five of being quarantined now, something along those lines. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Recording remotely. Yeah. How, how are you doing? I know that we, we just sort of caught up with each other emotionally off mic, but just mm-hmm. for our listening audience, you're feeling well, you're doing, you're, you're healthy, wealthy and wise. And you're, yeah, you're doing okay. Yeah. 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 All things considered. Yeah. We're, um, we're good. We're good in the house. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay, man. We're doing, yeah. we're doing okay. Uh, looking yeah. forward to our t- our two daily walks and uh, staying mm. inside, staying safe. Talk to me about your getting, daily walks. Getting, what time are you? What time are these walks occurring? It's completely baby nap dependent. Our lives revolve around our baby's naps, including doing this podcast, including mm-hmm. every single little minute decision that I make revolves around a, 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 my young boss. Yes. I have a young boss. Yeah. Baby <laughs> boss. Who tells me when I'm allowed to do things. That's exactly. Right. Um, so, you know, we usually go for these walks when he wakes up from naps. So mm-hmm. call it an 11 a.m. nice mid-morning nap mm-hmm. and call it a 4 p.m. afternoon uh, afternoon moment. So and it's great. You, and when you guys are on those walks, it's now yeah. mid-April when we're recording this. Are you guys yeah. wearing masks on the walk when you know you'll be able to social distance? Well, here's the thing. We bring masks. A lot of people are wearing masks 24-7. Mm-hmm. I Maggie has made the great point that like, cause I'm like, you don't need the mat. We're not going to be close, physically close to anybody. But right. Maggie's like, it's for other people to feel comfortable. Mm. It's like, it's because, you know what I mean? It's like, you need to, to make people funny. know that everyone around. I get it. I get it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not reckless. I'm right. not reckless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and do, but when you're walking and you walk past someone with a mask, even if they're 15 feet away and you're not wearing one, do you feel a little reckless? Like, do you feel yeah. that? Do you, do yeah. you feel a, a tinge of guilt? Yeah, I get, it's not exactly guilt. Mm. But it is. It is something like, oh, like I wonder if you think I'm. I, I, I don't know. It's something. It is a twinge or something. Even though the mask is just like, t- I have my mask tucked right into the stroller, right at right in arm's length. Right. Uh, but uh, when I'm not wearing it, and I see everybody else wearing a mask, I do feel like patient zero. Right. <laughs> I know what you mean. I feel I'm starting to trend that way too. You can't. Yeah. You, know, you can't shop um, without one. You can't, you can't buy and a coffee without one. one, at least not in Los Angeles. You can't buy a coffee without one. You can't, you know, it used to be like stay six feet away from the register. But now it's, it's, it's well beyond that. What kind of mask are you, what is your mask sort of like, walk me through the aesthetic of your mask. Is this My a mask hot? is, yeah. a, you've actually seen it before. It is a red cowboy bandana. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Um, yep. And it's not unlike the bandanas that we wore. And I pulled up some pictures from when we went to Burning Man. In oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we were rocking the same bandanas. <laughs> 12 years ago, you know, except that we were because we were in dust storms in the middle of the desert. And now it's yes, exactly. it's crazy. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, so you have one that's in rotation. You have one single, essentially one bandana. Yeah, I think for the most part, like it's going to be another step when we go to medical mask. 
you yeah. know, like that, that just like, um, we have two medical masks from a friend who works in construction who, you know, um, just like gave yep. them months and months and months ago. Yep. Um, but I still like, I feel like I'm in the stage of bandana right now. Yeah. 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 It just like feels so much of it is just psychological, you know, I know. not like, I know. uh, not like, um, like uh, diminishing what the masks actually do. I just mean like the literal, like now I'm walking with a medical mask. That's exactly. Versus, okay, it's a bandana. Still, I look like a bandito. But <laughs> I, can, I can, I can live with being a bandito. A bandito. I, I, it's like a, there's a playfulness to, if you're in a hospital grade mask, it's like, oh shit, serious virus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like most people are, I mean like seven yeah. out of 10 are like, yeah. At least, and that's just pure my day. I, I'm, I like you take two daily walks and yeah. seven out of 10. Masks. Yeah. yeah. Now tell me about the, now there's been this like really beautiful, lovely sort of like nightly solidarity thing where everyone in Silver Lake, I believe it's at 8 PM here in sleepy Pasadena, it's 7 PM, but this sort of like step right. out on the stoop and, and bang pots and pans and cheer and applause for yeah. the, the hospital workers and the healthcare workers. Are you, how? Yeah, is that, is that the changing of the guards? Is that when like the, the night staff comes in? Oh, that's interesting. Is that why? Is that that time? That that would make sense. So. I believe oh, okay, so. I think cool. it's so that like those that are leaving and those that are coming in can kind of hear it first. I, I I step out and I clap a few times. What do you mm. What do you do? <laughs> I started with the wolf because silver like gets wild. It, it's, yeah. it's two. It's two different vibes. This is I'm yeah. on a sleepy little suburban like block and it doesn't get that crazy really. Yeah. But I've seen videos from silver like and it's like a scene. Yeah. For context, my neighbor blows a ram's horn. <laughs> I don't know if they went out and killed that ram by hand and fashioned thine horn into thine horn, but they blow it loudly and it sounds like a trumpet. Holy, holy crap. You know, it's so, yeah, when it the can... horn is blown, when a ram's horn is blown. But I, I would howl like a wolf. Um, I've howled yeah. like a wolf. I've never crossed into bang pot and pan. It's such a sharp sound. Got it. Um, that's, it's a, that's, that's an acute sound. Yeah. yeah, Marina is yelling in from the other room. I bang a pot and pan, so we are we well, are uh, we are a split household when it comes to banging thine pot and thine pan. Um, <laughs> I think you'll probably Great. get a, like two to three wolf howls from me. Okay, good. That's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me do what I do. I go like this. I go like this because baby is sleeping just a few feet away. It's very mm. sleepy. It would feel mm. weird to be super loud, mm. so I just go. Like this. I go. Woo. Golf clap. Yeah, golf yeah, clap. golf clap like a gentle. <laughs> yeah, hold on, I mean, Adam. Last I... episode, Adam. Last episode, Maggie dive bombed your conversation. Marina would like to dive yeah. bomb and just let you know what's going on in her world. Uh, come come on, Marina, making this noise. I just wanted to say that in addition to yeah. the ram's horn lady, every night yeah. now there's a long woo who goes for a record woo. Oh, that's cool. Just like almost like a breath, like a breath test. It's a really, yeah, Billy uh, says that he must be a vocalist or something because he's got a really large breath capacity. Yeah, this, pretty this dude, yeah, this, this, it's kind of like, and that's the fine line, Adam. I think you're doing it right, where it's like, you're not going to lean in too heavy and scream, especially because you have the baby, but like, you have yeah. to know your role in the whole thing. This guy kind yeah. of feels like he's probably a professional singer, has insane breath yeah. control, and so he's kind of yeah. flexing. He's literally flexing <laughs> with like a 40 yeah. second woo. And like, we appreciate it because like fills the it fills the block with noise, and we need that noise. But like, it's also like let everyone else woo a little. <laughs> you're, sir, you're stealing the spot. This isn't a competition. You don't have. There's no solos here. There's yes. no like solos. Yes. Oh, read the room. Just read the room. Read a little. 
<laughs> Read the room. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's great. Well, I yeah. do hope everybody out there is uh, earnestly staying safe and home and yes. uh, healthy and well. Yes. Agree. We, we mean that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which brings us to today's episode. It's on the tip of everyone's yes. toes and the tips of everyone's nose. Ski. Nose of <laughs> skiing. S-K-I-I-N-G. Note mm. that. Double I. Yeah, double A, Hong Kong, MCO. Um, <laughs> one thing we stumbled upon is that the eyes in skiing look like skis. Yeah, yeah. I don't know of any other. I'm really trying to think of another word that has that beautiful, just just delicious and playful double lowercase i. Mm. Oh, Hawaii? Because Hawaii doesn't, Hawaii doesn't go with two eyes at the end, does it? It does. I think it, I think it does. Wow. The double okay. sunrise. It's lovely that little double sunrise. Just those little two dots. It's like yeah, a, yeah. yeah, skiing. Who the hell invents skis? Who 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 is like I'm on the top of this mountain and I'd like to glide down it. So now I have to invent the first ski. Yeah, really That's old. I mean, the hubris, the hubris yeah. to be like I not only want to climb to the top and then I want to race down. I want to slip around. I want to slip around all over this mountain and just get to the bottom. It really yeah. feels like Wright Brothers esque, where it was like those dudes are like, "Who's trying to fly? No one's done yeah. it before. You can't be doing this right now." Yeah. And then this other guy's like, "Hey, I'm on the top of the mountain. Watch me slip around and go all the way down." What are you exactly? Mental? What are you totally mental? And I know that, like, I, I, I mean, we'll talk about our experience with skiing. I believe that you have gone skiing. I think that we talked. Yes, about this you, yes, you have gone skiing downhill. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> There's no uphill skiing. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's called climbing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, my only snow ski experience is one single solitary cross-country skiing experience. <laughs> Other than that, I'm pure H2O. I've You've been never gone down. down. You Wait, hold on. We're going to get to your water skiing because I have questions about that. <laughs> that um, but you've never downhill skied. You've had the opportunity yeah. to downhill ski, correct? Absolutely. As, as an upstate New York native, ski club was by, was far and mm-hmm. away like by like 20x the most popular after school club in my high school. Yeah, your probably club was my first club. kiss at, at ski club. Yeah. That, feels like a, that feels like trying for first kiss. Absolutely. Yep. Right. Because we're super close to go, like Vermont is like Ski City, Gore mm-hmm. Mountain, Hunter Mountain, this mm-hmm. mountain, that mountain. It's like, you know, we're right in this upstate New York is sort of like the ski nexus of the world in a way. So when um, the ski club comes calling, um, why do you say I'm not interested? For what reasons? Uh, well, there's a danger factor for sure. There's a yes. risk averse factor, absolutely. Also, right. there's a, also there's much a, a much pettier factor, which is like, oh, God, all the gear. Now I got to get a gloves, and I got to get a hat. What is a freaking mask? I got to get a jacket. <laughs> I got to get snow pants. <laughs> it's just like an hour to get in all the gear. I'm already like enough already. Right. And so there's a little bit of an enough already when I'm it comes with to you. The gear. I'm yeah. with you. It is. It is. It is heavy lifting. I'm with you 100. percent Those boots oh are just God. like before you're buckled in. Even when you are buckled in, the whole foot situation just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you're never flat-footed. You're always in these boots that like clunk around. It's like you yeah. got like babies hanging on your ankles, and then you yeah. then you buckle in. But then sometimes they unbuckle on the hill, and then you're like, "Great, now I'm in these boots. My ski yeah. is 20 feet away from me. I have to yeah. walk down in my buckle shoes. This yes. is a snowy mountain. This yes. is a nightmare." In, in order to, to operate anything that requires fine motor skills, what do I do? Do I take off the big gloves? Now my hands mm. are freezing. Oh, I drop a glove in the snow. Now the wrist part of the glove is all snowy and cold. That ruins my day. It's a classic and, quicksand problems where it's like, it's look, like, my watch fell in the quicksand. I'll try and get it. And before you know it, you're in the quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know how to rescue myself. 
That's right. All the while being on a freezing cold, snowy, not necessarily freezing cold, but just being on a snowy mountain where you could just slip, slip, slide away. Oops, there's a tree. Yeah. Uninviting. The whole, the whole experience is uninviting. And that's why I think I don't like it. I am not on, I am not on team ski because the whole goal is survive. And it's like the easiest way to survive is to not. It's just to not do it. (laughs) I've often thought that about NASCAR where it's like, and I know we've talked about this, but about like about NASCAR racing where it's Mm. like, God, like the only thing, like you drive around in circles and the only thing that could happen, the only deviation from the norm is a horrible accident. Mm. Like that's the only thing that could disrupt from the norm. And it's just like, I get, I mean, I look, we're not, we don't mean to be ski bashers. I mean, Billy, I'm not ski inclined, but like, like, if you love to ski, that's really cool. And I get the appeal. I get the freedom and Mm. like the, liberation of like sailing down a mountain feeling that wind at your face and feeling like communing with nature in that way i find very powerful very beautiful very Mm. inspirational but to me it's more about uh enough already with the gear i guess that would be my main i don't want to i don't want to schlep like i would love to conquer i would love to conquer a black diamond look i'm not saying i wouldn't love to conquer a black diamond one day but can i do it without the freaking gear can i just put on my sneakers can I buckle it, in my sneakers? Truly, honestly, though, like if there was a way to just dial back the gear 70%, if I didn't have to get dressed, if I didn't have to wear like 18 layers of clothing that then have to dry outside that takes hours, if I didn't, if it wasn't a whole rigmarole, I think I would oh. be more inclined to ski. You know who doesn't say, you know who doesn't say rigmarole? Outdoors men. <laughs> real men. <laughs> real, real outdoorsmen are never burdened by rigmarole. Their days are one long rigmarole. They embrace, they, they trend towards rigmarole. I they are constantly in a state of rigmarole, whereas you are constantly in a state of how do I avoid rigmarole in my daily life? Meanwhile, they're like, I accept that my outdoorsman life is a rigmarole. Oh my God. So that's why they ski, and that's why you don't schlep. You know, know your freaking role. And somehow we still have to squeeze out another 40 or so minutes about skiing. (laughs) (laughs) You got it, Bill. Oh, my God. Um, Before we do, Adam, we have a bunch of voicemails. Surprise or freaking prize. Um, Wait, wait. you say that we get into a couple um, just because we've got a couple to get in. Yeah. Okay, great. So a few weeks ago, Alicia Perez called in. We remember Alicia? She yes, checked of course. with Eli talking about the royal jelly. She also yep. um, nominated her friend Bungani, who we've had, yes. had communication before with yes. um, for the Hall of Fame. That sounds great. Oh, yeah. Bungani, we should mention, um, has spent ex- um, has spent a lot of time, um, and he has Zimbabwe coursing through his veins. So okay. he, he is related to Zimbabwe, and not only that, he would like to represent Zimbabwe in the Olympics. No joke. Olympics. Beautiful. So Love to hear that. Yeah. So this is that's what Bangani had to say. I believe he also left us a VM. Okay. So what do you say that we um check in with Bangani's VM? Heck yeah. Um, as I try and open it up and let's hear what he has to say. All right, here he goes. Okay, boys. Okay. I'm <laughs> this is Bangani Jeremyama, and Alicia Perez nominated me for the No Joke Hall of Fame <laughs> on Flying Objects episode. And y'all, I accept. I'm going to go to Reno right now. He's calling from Reno, folks. <laughs> I'm socially distancing. In any case, I'm humble. He is not, folks. He is socially yep. distancing. Just goofing. Just goofing. Yeah. I'm chuffed, and I'm still so hyped. Shout out to Alicia living her best life in Chicago. 
she brought some heat about bees the size of whales. And I'm sorry to say, mm-hmm. I just don't have too much to add on that debate. It's not my expertise. Now, what okay. I do have is a banana bread recipe. My man is oh. playing. Right oh. He is zigging and zagging and somehow staying on course this whole time. Get this guy a podcast. I love this guy. It's time for banana bread. Some people will say banana bread isn't a real bread. It's a pastry. But I don't expect, accept that. It comes in a loaf. That's a certified bread. Is meatloaf a bread, Adam? Oh. Meatloaf a bread. I mean, of course, of course it isn't. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, of course it isn't well, you because could it's slice meat. it into slices and then put turkey in between, and now you have the king's meal. Well, Jesus Christ, and I don't say that lightly. That yes. sounds like a king's meal. And I say if you put turkey in between meatloaf, the meatloaf then becomes thine bread. All yes. Right, so Bengani was right. <laughs> banana bread for you two banana boys. <laughs> one and a half cups of flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of baking powder, mm-hmm. a couple pinches of salt to your mm-hmm. liking. This is for you and your loved ones. This is for you and your loved ones. <laughs> butter and two eggy boys and gals two eggy boys and gals <laughs> adam do you think two eggy boys and gals means four eggs or do you think that means two eggs for the boys and gals i think it means two eggs for the boys and gals All right, if so i'm looking two up eggies for the boys and eggies for the gals i don't think so i think it's two yeah. eggies for all y'all boys and gals i tend to agree here's where you put a little <laughs> spin on now right oh okay you got a spin coming adam you ready I'm fully invested in this voicemail. Very, very hard. All right, I'll yeah. let it ride. Have five to six ripe bananas. You want to make sure they're ripe. Mash them up. A couple teaspoons of vanilla. Two yeah. fourths cup of chocolate chips. And Love one that. fifth cup of butterscotch ch- chips. That- Ooh, Ooh butterscotch. butterscotch. I don't know if I've ever messed with the butterscotch moment in the banana bread, but I love that. Me too. Really great. Rock solid. That's right. Love Grandma's it. favorite. You get that, you put it all in a loaf pan, 350 degrees Fahrenheit for about an hour or so. Go with your heart, go with yourself, and then you got some good banana bread. Now, Hell yeah. it's going to be rich, but that's the way we like it. Again, yes. It's Bengani. So happy to be a part of the No Joke Hall of Fame. <laughs> Thanks, Alicia. And keep it up and be well, banana boys. My name. Oh, my dude. Like, what? So, you love this enthusiasm. Love your lingo. Love that. You're welcome to the Hall of Fame and you're in. Yes, you are. Thank you. We needed a pastry chef. Yeah, we have a pastry chef now and a little banana boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have an in house banana boy. Adam, when you said banana boy, I spit up tea. <laughs> and the banana boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that ruled. That's the way to kick off an episode. Um, yeah, that ruled. Thank you, Bengani. You guys, I'm sure you wrote down that entire recipe if you didn't run it back at half speed. Um, I the boys and gals butterscotch chips just like grandma made it. Follow your heart and yourself. Wow. Adam is off book. <laughs> Um, Adam, speaking of off book, we have to read an ad. So we oh, okay. say we do that real quick. We come back with more no joke, more skiing, and more voicemails from the nation. Sounds good, bud. Let's talk about brushing our teeth. 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective 
And even more people than that forget to floss daily. Well, no longer, Billy, thanks to Quip. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to brush and floss better. The Quip electric toothbrush has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute routine, and there's even a size-down version designed for kids. Paired with Quip's anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon, you get all the ingredients teeth actually need, and none they don't. Quip brush head, toothpaste, and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars each a friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health and shipping is free so join over three million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with quip starting at 25 dollars. and if you go to getquip.com slash no joke right now you will get your first refill free that is your first refill free at getquip.com slash no joke that is g-e-t Q-U-I-P dot com slash N-O-J-O-K-E. Getquip.com slash no joke. Quip, the good habits company. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today we are talking skiing. And I was telling Billy in between uh, in our little pause there that that would have been really the only appropriate time in the history of the No Joke Podcast up until now where it would have been actually topically appropriate to play the song Banana Phone. There is no reality in the world where it is appropriate to play that song. Correct. I feel like the nature of that song is, look how weird this song is. It will all... Random. It's random. Yeah. Yeah. So only in the No Joke Podcast would there be an appropriate time to do something and we just can't do it. (laughs) We can't do it. The rules say we can't do it. Oh, we we can't. Um, Adam, I challenge you to name one other song loosely related to bananas. (laughs) Oh, bananas. Bananas. Mm. You get 10 Um, seconds. I like to eat, eat... Eat yes. apples and banana, eeples and banini. Okay, children's song. Does that count as sort of a children's? Why did you just say eeples and banini? Eeples? What? 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 Adam. Eeples. Well, isn't that the whole game? It's like the vowel. I don't know. Yeah. I think. The... I think it goes like this. Indulge me for a second. It goes. I like to eat, eat, eat eeples and baninis. I like to oot, oot, oot eeples and banunus. I think it's what? a vowel-based fun time. Who sings this song? I think it's a chill. I think it's a child's playground tune to like help to balance. I miss that very important detail. And I was like, "Is this Lana Del Rey? Like, what are you?" (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! No, I think it's for babies and small children, much like the No Joke Podcast. (laughs) That's right. Yes, Adam. We are talking about skiing. We um, dabbled in a few voicemails. Um, Yeah, dealer's choice. Do we dip back into the voicemails here from the Nash, or do you want to uh, talk a little more skiing real quick? Well, I just want to know what your skiing. Uh, I mean, I know that you've downhill skied. Have you cross country skied, and have you water skied, and have you snowboarded? I just kind of need to know your whole country skied. Um, yeah. I've never cross country skied. I've never been so. I've never had in my community someone who's like, "You'll really enjoy cross country skiing." Like, <laughs> walk never, harder. Yeah, yeah. You kind of need that person in your friend group who's like, "Yo, this is my passion, and I'd like to share it with you." I've never really been a part of a mountain community, like um, you know, I, where like we've got the cross country skiing in the mud room. It's like those sentences yeah. don't exist. There are no mud rooms. Never there are no cross country skis. Um, yeah, so I was never around that. I'm not opposed to it. You said you did it once. Was it fun? Would you call it fun? Yeah, it was cool. It was fun. I mean, it was like again, I like being a northeastern banana boy. I like <laughs> sort of 
I, uh, I, I like being outdoors in the cold. I like it. I genuinely like it. And that's why like, I do feel like I'm missing out on something by not having skied. Like I get the appeal. I like to a degree, bundling up and being outdoors. I like that juxtaposition. It feels yeah. good and cool. Walking through a brisk, cold air feels great. And that's what cross-country skiing is. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. Was it thrilling? Was there no. a... No, 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 not thrilling, no adventure, no velocity, no danger, no mm-hmm. adventure at all. Um, Do, you Do you ever fall? Yeah, I mean, like, if you're, like... I don't know, like my experience, like I'm also a little clumsy, like you get your skis get crossed up, you get you can lose your balance for a second, you can gently topple over in a cushy, cushy, gentle way. I know you well, I I don't know if anyone could devise something that you would hate more than downhill skiing. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's nothing about it that like to me reads as this is for Adam Lustig. It is so dangerous. So like, and I, and this is the same reasons that I'm not into it. It's like, it is so You can't be a klutz. You know what I mean? Like, this is why I don't do yeah. it. I klutz out on these mountains. I am I am on klutz oh my God, are you- when I'm skiing. Klutz Mountain. And not to mention the fact that in skiing, it has one of the other, well, like, it incorporates one of my other uh, uh, dastardly fears, which mm. is the only way to get up the mountain is to take a scary little, uh, what do they call A little, those ski lifts oh, would almost be worse. Right. Oh, no, thank you. you really, don't take- really, oh, really, truly, no, thank you. Really? You don't enjoy the pleasant thrill of the slow rise? No. Mm. No, I don't. In fact, a Ferris wheel is a, a nightmare machine for me. That is a nightmare. That, yeah, Ferris wheel shouldn't be. I don't really understand why we do, we're it doing that. Be. And, and to me, a ski lift is a Ferris wheel. It's just a Ferris wheel without the circle. It's like a, it's like a one, it's one dimension of a Ferris wheel. If so to me, the ski lift is enough for me not to do it. Also. If you knew that you were going to get a ride down, would it be... Um, would it be as stressful to you if you knew that you were going up and you were going down? Would it be because is the element that you get up at the top of the mountain? You're like, well, now I have to ski down, or is it just the height? It's a height. It's a height thing. It's a it's a feeling exposed uh, in just that ski lift. I just I, it's, it would be a fear of getting trapped up there, of getting like getting stuck, it malfunctioning, and all of a sudden you're just suspended hundreds of feet above. Uh, of a of sort of a dangerous mountain. I, I don't want anything to do with that. Um, Got it. But cross country skiing, all of those risks are eliminated, and it's basically just walking with difficulty. Right now, you mentioned that you like half the half your problem with it is just the schlep, the gear, the everything. You also it's kind of gear. whispered that the inverse yeah. of um, all the gear is no clothes at all, and you whispered that you've gone water skiing, Adam. Yeah, baby. Hell are yeah. you? What are you like a hot blonde guy from the nineties? <laughs> like who does that? Yeah, baby, banana boys like me. We go water skiing. I, I, look, my uncle, as I've mentioned probably thirteen times already in this episode, my uncle Mark, who you know has a lake, mm. has a lake up in the Adirondacks, and, and that was, and he is like loves, lo- almost borderline, like compulsively needs to teach kids how to water ski. That's oh, what water skiing is literally just dragging someone, correct? Like yeah. you're holding a rope and we're just pulling, whipping you around. That's all. That's it. In- interesting. And you were into that? So are you, uh, so fun, so great. I mean, like, look, we're not going high speeds here. Uh, okay. It's at a very moderate pace, very safe, very gentle. It's great, man. You just get to, like, cruise along a lake. It's freaking awesome. And look, there's it's you don't leap right into water skiing. At least I didn't. My uncle had sort of a, had a regiment. You start with belly boarding, you graduate to knee boarding, then you strap on the skis. So it's a bit of a three step process. Yeah. Talk to me about belly boarding. 
Okay, this is this is truly. <laughs> I am learning so many new things today. Yeah. Uh, so belly boarding. What can I tell you? It. Uh, I, I don't know how you to describe the belly. Are you being dragged, but you're on your belly board? That, that's literally it. That's it literally. It. It, aren't you getting sprayed in dined face? <laughs> yeah, you keep your chin up, and it's a little unpleasant. And so you're basically. <laughs> Prone on your belly on on one of these you, you know what these look like a, knee, a belly board a knee board I can't quite describe it, it almost looks like a you jo- can't like tell a me you cannot say to me Adam you know what these look like a belly board I don't know <laughs> belly board <laughs> it's a uh, it's a large plastic sort of um, a piece about the size of your torso maybe a little bit larger with a sort of comfortable foam padding on top for thine belly and mm. you lay prone belly down and you mm. hold on to sort of handle that protrudes from the back of the boat that's on a rope okay. and you hang on to it and the boat drags you nice and calm okay so that's I step would... one now yeah tell no, me no, I, I was just, just going to say something but finish i want to hear the rest of the steps so then so that's belly boarding okay so then once you get the hang of that and you're comfortable simply being dragged by thine boat and you just mm-hmm. sort of are used to the getting used to the, the gentle smell of gas exhaust emanating from the the fumes emanating from mm-hmm. the back Oh, once <laughs> the visceral experience of moving through water in cold air. Once you're used to like uh, doing an activity with a, a life jacket on, which is only right. burden and cumbersome. So once yes. you're used to that, then you then you graduate to kneeboarding. So you start on thine belly, and then <laughs> once you sort of get the okay, or once you feel confident enough in the moment. Rare position. Then you do what I like to call the scooch, 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 and now you're up on your knees. Mm. Now you're kneeboarding. So now you're upright on your knees, holding Mm. the floor in front of you, and now you're essentially now you're living. You know what I mean? Now I get it. I got it. I yeah. just can't believe that you start the babies off on the belly. (laughs) It's the reckless of them all. Um, I was going to ask Uh, we were to take a poll of the niche, and we won't. um, But if we were. I wonder how many people would um, say I have belly boarded before. I wonder. I think that one in one hundred. Do you think that five in one hundred would say yes? I've belly boarded before. Five in one hundred. I mean, I I think so. I think so. Although now that you say that, I'm I am wondering if belly boarding is now something that my uncle invented. Because I I mean, I I do wonder if it's. But I but I think it's real, and I do think that I would say I would take the over on five out of one hundred. Okay, so let's let's even kill the. Okay, great. So let's even kill the whole five percent thing. If you are yeah. Belly Scafuri, if you have Belly Scafuri uh-huh. before, we need you to email nojokepod at gmail.com and tell yeah. us, yes, I've bellied. That's all we need. The subject <laughs> just needs to say, yes, period. I've bellied, period. We don't need anything in the body unless you want right. to leave a voicemail, but we yep. want to see if we can get the number up to five belly dancers on the yep. no joke email. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, dare we get back into um, yeah. some of the uh, voicemails that people? Yeah, we've have got to. Yeah, we've got to. We have a lot of celebrities that have um, kind of graced the pod at this point. One, right. um, there's been one that kind of is different than the rest, um, probably because okay. that one is a robot, and oh, yes. they've initiated more communication. Um, Adam. I could try and uh, recap how we got here, but let's just let the nation know. If you know, you know. Um, this is the ro- this is the robot checking back in. Hello, Billy and Adam. I am a robot. Before I begin, I would like to apologize for my brief absence. I love that they have to remind us I am a robot. <laughs> 
I will tell you that. I'm, I am a robot. All right. I've never, been apolog- I've never been apologized to by a robot before, but honestly, it feels great. Yes, agreed. This is a, this is a very special robot. The ill effects of the global pandemic extend far beyond the realities of the human world. However, yeah, I, I return now with a request. Since the Begathon, okay. the No Joke Nation has mobilized and many listeners have come forward with specialized skills that they would like to share with the community. This is true. True, all true, and well yeah. com- Hold on, we're going to rewind just a sec. Here we go. And now, Great. my machine spirit has compelled me to do the same. I formally okay. request that I become the official no-joke rapper. And I am not talking about Christmas presents, bitch. What? To further display oh. my qualifications for this position, here is a sample of my abilities. What okay. is about to happen, Adam? Hey, Billy. Started okay. off with an apology, then it said the B word, and <laughs> now it claims it's going to rap to us. Is I don't know what you expect. Words right now? What's happening? I, I don't know. Let's find out. I'm afraid of mid-sized cities like Littleton. Don't be okay. fooled by my giggling. Mm. I am terrified yeah. of tickling. I'm afraid yeah. of jobs that require your time. Like yep. 9 to 5 mm-hmm. and carnival rides that make you feel like you're flying. <laughs> so, I'm afraid of the undead. I'm afraid yep. of an undead man eating soggy bread in my bed. <laughs> I sincerely hope that this sample was sufficient enough for me to claim the title of No Joke Rapper. The yep. thing is, it's like your most defining quality is that you're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and it's going to be hard to be like, oh, have you met our rapper? And introduce them to people because they'll be like, it's a robot. You're going to bury the lead here. Oh, by the way, it's a robot as well. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to hearing your decision. On a side note, I would like to address the growing speculation that has surrounded the potential relationship between myself and the robotics engineer. (laughs) In regards to this, I would like to respond directly with three simple words. Call me, maybe, communication. God, I love when it ends with communication complete. This is at the Hall of Fame is out of control, Bill. It's like it truly like on of its own. Yes, this is a very special Hall of Fame. Um, I should update uh, the listeners. We have not installed the mist system or the sprinkler. Um, but I should mention that we blew past it for the. Uh, this is obviously for the pastor's corner where he will yes, be. Yes, Pastor Josh. Yes, his face based mist. Um, yes, I, I didn't hear you say it last episode, but you said holy spritz. The holy you, spritz. Yeah. yeah, the holy spritz, and that's a pun that really just. I just wanted to bring that back real quick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Holy spritz. Well done. Um, yeah. The the robot rapper. This is the, we have a pretty important decision to make here. I'm not sure that I'm okay. Look, I, I'm of two minds about it. Uh, we're, we live, you and I live in a yes based culture. We yes. want to, we want to, we are support, we are supportive of anyone that wants to bring any skill set to the No Joke Hall of Fame, of yes. course. Yes. We have a robotics expert, we have a mental health expert, uh, we have all sorts of people there. We have a pastor, we have a rabbi. Yeah. We're stacked. We're stacked. Now, do we want to, I mean, because official Hall of Fame rapper is kind of an esteemed position, to be honest with you. Mm, mm. And I'm just wondering, and I don't mean to denigrate or sort of dismiss our robot's request in any way, but Mm. I'm I'm just not 
I'm not, I'm not feeling myself compelled to give this the green light right away. I, I, I wonder how you feel. Well, it should be noted that the, the verse that the robot spit um, yeah. Yeah. is your verse. You yeah, wrote those right. words. I did, I, did, I did write those words. That's from the Snakes track, I'm Afraid of Snakes. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, part of me really loves the fact that this robot listens to our rap catalog. Um, flattered, flattered, so flattered, yeah. really flattered, and like flawless performance, yeah. like really just delivered it exactly yeah. as it should be delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, part of me thinks that this is why we have built this community, not so that we don't have to make such executive yeah. decisions all the time. We're not going to be sleeping in the same oh, 500, yeah. by 500 foot cell um, with the robot <laughs> as everyone else is. So maybe, you know, there's a couple people that we can kind of seed this out to. Of course, Officer Mitch um, probably needs to be somewhere Natural. around. You know, just uh, <laughs> the legalities of it all. Um, but another person yeah. I think is the band leader. I think Ty, the band leader, needs to oh, kind yeah, of, of sit down with the robot, um, ask what its goals are. Um, is this, yeah. a you know, maybe next week you might be interested in something else. Maybe you do uh, make Ben's, uh, Bengani's uh, bread, and suddenly you're like, you know That's what, right. I want to be a pastry chef. So maybe talk to Ty, robot, and yeah. people in the Hall of Fame. Um, I think talking to Ty is a good start because that is the person that you'd most likely be collaborating with. If, you know what I mean in terms of if you wanted to rap, uh, if mm. there was if you tried to sort of lay down a backing track, or if you wanted to do a cover of some kind, then yeah. I think that you'd be working mostly with Ty. I think that's I think that's a good input, Bill. Yeah, so Ty's one. I think that the entire nation should probably step on uh, step up on this because the last times we've seeded out a question to the nation. Um, about yeah. a member being banned, he became the band leader. So the nation has a way. Great thing happened. Yes, yeah. of making great things happen. So, yeah. Nathan, we're asking you to please chime in. Should the robot yes. further be known as the Hall of uh, the No Joke rapper moving forward or not? Yep. Up to you. Yep. Let Up us you. know. Yes. Um, Let us this, know. Uh, regardless, robot, thank you for the voicemail. And, uh, of course, we appreciate your listenership and your participation. And, yes. Uh, and, 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 yes, thank you for calling. Yes, thank you for calling, robot. <laughs> <laughs> a robocall the only kind of robocall we accept that's right that's right thank you robot for yeah. checking it i am a, hello billy and adam i am a robot yes we are we are we're very, no, we're very much aware. we hear it in your voice yeah. yeah 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 um adam let's go into a second act break we have so many voicemails Great. to get to. we'll do it in the third act um but first a song uh what about that marine and the diamond song about is it maybe even called I am a robot, or I am not a robot? Yeah, Marina is a robot. I am a robot? Mar- what is uh, that? I think the one that goes, and then there was like, who, yeah. sampled, it? who sampled it for that? For Oh, Hoodie oh it was Hoodie Allen. Allen. Yes, yes, yes. But you know that the song, song we're talking about. I remember the Hoodie Allen song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did, do you, can you sing me a line from? Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. Should, we do, <laughs> should we do the Hoodie Allen version, or should we do the OJ? Uh, uh, up to you, DJ. I mean, uh, that that was only the first idea, but only because I think that name of that song is something like "I am a robot" or "I am not a robot." <laughs> I really like that song. By Me too. Hoodie Allen. Me that, too. I, I really like the sample, and I really like the song he made. Why don't we play that Hoodie Allen song? Hell yeah! All right, great. This is Hoodie Allen. I think it's something like "I am not a robot," but something really, like what that. Are... Yeah. All right. All right, we'll be right back with more no joke. Drop it. It's okay to say that a week's fine. It's Hoodie Allen. What up, Marie? 
Telling me to take the safe route This is the detour Hoodie baby you ain't seen a kid like this before him Late night shooting for the moon like Warren Some hits come out as soon as you hit recording Born in America, Chevy and Ford But these Greek ladies loving me They saying he's foreign Floored him, blew the crowd down by their bootstraps Came up on the scene so quick you think we was a newscast Well newsflash, I can see through that People try to hide what's on their mind like a do-rag Never would I do that, I'm a real fucking hustler You be in the background making noise like a muffler But if it doesn't kill me, it makes me tougher And that's the message that I pass on to my brother You never really gonna make a difference till you suffer But we passed that, now it's time to smash that thunder No Joke Podcast, we are talking about skiing in theory. Meanwhile, that was Hoodie Allen's uh, song, You Are Not a Robot, which is a good song. Yes. That's really- yes. There's definitely been times where, um, like when we moved to Los Angeles, where like Jake and Amir would be throwing a party. They had a big fun house. Marty lived there too. And yeah. um, we'd all be watching like a sports game. And then I would like drop my potato chips and they'd land on Hoodie Allen. And I'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. I think he's voiced Jake and Amir from the Pal Jumer days, but it was one of those like, oh yeah, oh, you you used to be on my like i well, iPod. You yeah, exactly. IPod. Yeah. And now I'm asking you to pick up my potato chip, please, if you don't. Yeah, mind. sorry about the potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, Bill. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. So we um, we just heard from the robot, Adam. This is Act Three of the No Joke Podcast. Naturally, we were talking about yeah. skiing. In the third act, we struggle to stay on topic, folks. Yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It just, 
yeah. it just is what it is. Um, Adam, we have so many people. We just talked about Ty uh, Metcalf, who is the No Joke yeah. Band leader. He yeah. has checked in. He has checked in. This is the first okay. correspondence we've had with him since he found out on No Joke's Twitter handle yes. that he was not banned, but the band leader. Yes. So we hear what he might have to say Absolutely. about... Uh, um, from Ty Metcalf, the No Joke Band Leader. Hey, Billy and Adam, this is Ty sending in a follow-up voicemail about becoming the band, crossed out, band leader <laughs> yes. of the No Joke Hall of Fame. Great. So, Ty, it sounds like he's accepted it because he's put it on paper, but let's hear what Ty has to say about now being the band leader of yep. the No Joke Hall Great. of Fame. Great. Hey, Billy and Adam, it's Ty Metcalf, the No Joke Hall of Fame band leader, apparently. Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> band from the No Joke Hall of Fame, and in doing so, I became the leader of the No Joke Hall of Fame band. So far, I hear no lies. That's all correct. Yep, I, I no notes. Keep going. Yep. This is not at all what I requested, but because I have no other option, I will accept this role <laughs> and grace and dignity. What employer doesn't want to hear their employee say, well, I didn't ask for this, but I have no choice, so I'm going to handle this with honor and dignity. <laughs> dignity. Beautiful. Yes. Now you guys asked me how tall I was, because if I was over six feet tall, we'd be a large brass band, but if I was under right. six feet tall, it would be up for discussion on what the band could be. That is right. Adam, what's your best guess? Do you think he's uh, above six or below six? Five ten. You think he's 5'10"? You, you think it's going to be a small band, not a big band? I'm guessing 5'10". I'm guessing 5'10". Okay. Yeah, I'm going to ride with you. I'm going to rock with you on that one, Ad. We're going 5'10 together, holding hands and staring over the cliff. <laughs> I am 5'7". Damn! Oh! We tried. Okay. Solid hype. So, All right, I think yeah. we should take up Adam's suggestion of being a jazz band. Because okay. much like the no pop, jazz can be chaotic, improvisational, a mix of loud and quiet. Oh, beautiful. Hold on. So this guy, Love you're it. telling me he's not born to be a band leader? He said a mix of loud and quiet. Mr. Metcalf. First of all, I just want to say that Ty Metcalf is the ideal, the Ty Metcalf, Ty Metcalf and the, and the No Joke House Band. Is mm. Ty Metcalf is a name for a, or a band. Mm. But yeah, I know that you were requesting to be band Ty, but your calling is as bad jazz band leader. So I so, almost feel like we're giving you really a favor here. So you're welcome in a way. So it's now officially a jazz band, Adam. We're going on record as saying. Well, we don't. Well, uh, that's uh, you and I can discuss that. But I think it would be nice. I mean, jazz sets mm -hmm. it's nice background music. It can be wordless. It might mm -hmm. be something that the robot can rap over, but that's up mm -hmm. to them to decide. Listen, so you, when you hire people. You don't hire them so that you can do their job. You hire them so that they can do right. their job. His job exactly. is the No Joke Band Leader. So if his instinct is that we should be a, a, a jazz band in the prison, excuse me, not prison hall of fame, then um, okay. I think that that's exactly right. So let's hear him wrap it up and then we'll discuss. Great. But there's still some rhythm behind it. There's structure. But that structure yeah. is unpredictable. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think. And I can't wait to see where this band is going to take us. So that's great. So we're going to yeah, be a jazz. Is, this has got to be, you know, we can go like neo soul jazz. We can add in a conga. If you're worried that we're not going to have a conga, Adam, we can add a conga. No, to, never fear. I mean, like jazz to me is fairly, it has a fairly broad frame of reference. I mean, it can be a lot of, it can go a lot of different ways. Like band leader Metcalf was saying, was just saying, mm. he put it much more 
differently than I ever could uh, in right. terms of jazz structure, but the structure being chaotic and it being loose right. and improvisational. So no, I, I think I think he's right on target here. Uh, so and I, I would only concern at if I can chime in. Um, I yeah. guess my only concern is I'd like a Congo. Yeah, that you, you seem to be pretty Congo focused at the moment. I I, I think that we could I think we could use a Congo. I think it could be a nice jazz, a nice peaceful jazz band, and then just throw in like one agent of chaos, a Congo drummer. I absolutely, I love that. Now, when you say Congo, you mean a Congo drum that would not necessarily uh, would it in. Would it necessarily inspire a hands-on, put your hands on the shoulders of the person in front of you conga line? Or no, are you just saying no. drums? There should be like four, like a, a four-piece jazz band playing yeah. here. Here. Yeah. And then I, right there is a separate conga drummer who's oh. just wailing away. Separate from the jazz band, but some, but in concert with, but separate, but in concert, not even in concert with. Actually, um, I would say like um, in disagreement with. Dissonant, a dissonant drummer. Two separate tracks, as if two televisions were playing in the same room. So we have a four jazz love. My thoughts are love. So we have <laughs> we have we have a four piece jazz band right over here where I'm pointing, and then a little yeah. bit over there we have a separate dissonant conga drummer, and a little bit up there we have a flat screen that the volume may or may not yeah, be. So you're seeing the room exactly the same way I'm seeing the room. So I think ideally, Ty, that's what we'd like. We'd like a four piece jazz, <laughs> jazz band and a conga drummer. So yeah. if you can start assembling the pieces, I don't know how the robot factors into that necessarily. Um, that's and a, that's almost a I, yeah, this illuminates something that I think we could also use, Adam. Now we haven't gotten yep. to the manifest yet, and the episode's almost forty-nine minutes in, so oh I'm afraid we're gonna have to hold freaking gut. Um, um, but we do have the manifest, as Amanda has cl- very generously built out for us. It's incredible. Um, yeah, one thing that I think we might need in conjunction with, yeah, is blueprints. I think it's time for blueprints. Yeah. I think we got to see how yeah. this um, Hall of Fame is really starting to map out. Now we have a booth, a 13-inch flat screen. We have a sprinkler system coming in. We have a pastor in the corner, four-piece jazz band. You know, it's like, yep, it's starting to stack up. And we got to get it. It's it's time to put pen to paper here and just sort of, so we're all on the same visual page. I think you're exactly right there. Where are the outlets going to be so that the robot can be plugged in? You know, there's a couple things. Where are the outlets? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's consider all of that. Um, So if we can get a blueprint in, that would be huge. Yep. Should we keep moving, Adam? We have so many more. So, Definitely. So keep it rolling. More. All right. We'll keep it moving. Great. So this is from Grace Campbell. Grace Campbell. Hello, okay. Billy and Adam. Attached is my voice memo plea for Hall of Fame induction. So this is okay. a brand new member. So brand new. Officer Mitch, got the pad. Um, you're probably going to have some security questions to ask. But this is from Grace, I believe. Let me double check. Yes, this is from Grace. Grace right, Campbell. Let's hear it. Let's hear from Grace. Hi, Billy and Adam. Uh, My name is Grace. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I would like to submit a request for induction into the No Joke Hall of Fame. Adam, what do you say to that? You're in, Grace. Congrats. Pack your bags. (laughs) (laughs) Pack your bags. You're going to Reno. We're sorry, and thank you. Enjoy the live jazz. Enjoy the live jazz. Avoid the sprinklers. (laughs) Um, I have a few connections that I think might be able to help me out in this. Um, uh, who gave you your bread-based recipe? Where we know. And I, to this day, uh, 
bread-based and non-bread-based recipe. Well, the Banana Boys did get a second bread-based yeah. recipe today, but all respect to the first. <laughs> yeah. um, she's actually one of my oldest friends that oh. I've known for 20 years. Because oh, my God. So just for context, Adam, I just want to contextualize all. <laughs> Someone has left us a voicemail because their friend, uh, to join our Hall of Fame, Correct. because their friend once sent us a bread-based and non-bread-based recipe. These are just the realities of Correct. our lives. I just really don't want to blow past the realities of our lives. This is happening. Then you lay it out be more thankful. No, this is this is how, exactly how we need to be spending this quarantine time. So thank you yes. very much, Grace. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Let's keep rocking with Grace. Oh yeah. Um. So, and I actually introduced her to this podcast. Oh, so gee. I think you know, knowing her gives me a little bit of um, leverage here. Adam, you want to say it again? No leverage required. Pack your bag. You're going to Reno. <laughs> <laughs> No leverage required. Don't even need the leverage. Congrats. You're already in. Yeah. Love you both so much, and I love this podcast a lot. And the I- love is right back at you, Grace. This is so funny. I've listened to almost every episode. I'm catching wow. up. I'm almost there. Um, so, anyways, please take this into consideration. Um, I beg of you. Please. <laughs> yeah, let me know what you what you think. Okay, bye. That is rock. Rock solid. Adam, can we just rock with that please one more time? Yes, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. You're a natural. I mean, if anything, it seems like you are like, uh, it almost seems like it is people like you who have built this no joke call of fame from the ground up with your, with thine hand. So Correct. you're in, you're an esteemed member, you're a valued member of this community. Enjoy the mm. jazz, enjoy the flat mm. screen, mm. take a spritz in the middle, enjoy yourself. And Grace, you might not know what you just did, but you just inspired me for a new bag. And this bag goes to Caleb Farley, yes. a.k.a. our remix expert. We said a couple episodes yes. ago, if anyone can think of something that, like a phrase that we've said or something that um, something has happened that he can maybe re- remix again. Adam, yep. there was a word that we said a lot from episodes 195 to episode 200. And yes. that word that Grace just reminded me yes. was please. Please, God, please, please, please help me. Please, please boost yeah. our please get the word out. Please. Yeah. Adam, it's I when we gracefully pivoted to begging as our brand. Yes. Yes. It led to the thon and then it led to the voice memos. So it's an incredible road yeah. we've traveled. Caleb, I'm requesting that you make the please remix. I don't know if it's called please oh. the size of whales, but it could be. Yep. It, <laughs> please the size of whales. <laughs> oh my god please the size of whales <laughs> no. oh my god what are we what have we become yeah oh so i would i would not be mad i would not be i would not if i were to get an email one day and it just said please the size of whales remix i wouldn't be furious oh i wouldn't be I wouldn't be furious. No, neither would I. So anyway, Caleb, if you if you have the time in mind, mm. if you have the time in mind, that's all. Yes. But yeah, that would be amazing. Yes. So thank you, Grace, for reminding us um, of please the size of whales. I'm excited that that word came out of my mouth. That's very oh, satisfying. That's really good, Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, shall we keep rocking? You know it. Okie dokie. Excuse <laughs> me. You know it. This is from... Uh, well, I'll keep it secret. Hey, Billy and Adam, flight controls engineer, top secret agent here again. Okay. I'm going to read that sentence out loud. 
Hey, Billy and Adam, flight controls engineer, top secret agent here again. Great. Great. Rainbow (laughs) hats, rainbow hats with propellers, plus another idea coming at you, Gossip (laughs) X. I swear I'm having a stroke with all of these words that I'm reading aloud. I'm going to read all the words again. Flight control engineer, top secret agent here again, rainbow hats with propellers, plus another idea coming at you, Gossip X. Oh my god. It's oh like an idea cloud where it's like these are the most like popular 20 words searched and they're just like popping up ever. Jesus. So oh for a little context, god. Adam, Incredible. we put a net over the window of the No Joke Hall of Fame because um we had a flight engineer joining the Nash and we wanted yep. to make sure that she made rainbow hats um with propellers, people wouldn't get sucked out the windows. So that's, exactly- that's all my experience. <laughs> So that that doesn't need much explaining, right? Um, But it sounds like they want to um, come back. This is Gossip X returning um, to explain, I guess, her feelings on the subject. Let's hear. Perfect. Hey, Billy and Adam. It's top secret agent Gossip X here. Just love it. Gossip X here. She sounds so lovely. She want me to make a bunch of rainbow hats with propellers Mm. for all the Hall of Famers. And I'm going to do that. That. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna do that. That's not even the reason. That going. <laughs> and I'm gonna do that. Hilarious. That on the window, great idea. But also, great so idea. you can stretch their legs a little bit. Me and hopefully the robotics engineer are gonna work on a um, an autonomous bee the size of a whale that will patrol oh. the perimeter. Ooh. Excuse me. That sounds like big news. Well, that's, I mean, that's you. That's literally enormous news. Okay, we have to, we're, we need to talk about this, Adam, but let's wow. hear, let's hear how and why. I'm a little shocked. Yeah. Hall of Fame. That way the um, inductees can get out, but they won't be uh, strained too far. Mm. Uh, let me know what you think of this. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay, Adam. Wow. Well, thank you, of course, Gossip X, for the call. And, and, yes, Billy, please tell me what you think. So I love the idea gossip X. I'm not going to lie. I love the yeah. sentiment. I love where it, what it's born out of. Obviously. I love that you think that it's a possibility. Of course. Adam, have you ever seen the movie Jurassic Park? Um, upwards of 30 times. Love that movie. In the movie Jurassic Park, people decide that just as an attraction, they'll just make one T-Rex. They'll just make a couple yeah. raptors. What could For go fun. For fun. It's, yeah. Yeah. And now we are we are trending in that same direction. But at the end of Jurassic Park, you know what happens? Newman gets eaten, and I think he's sitting on a toilet. Yeah, well, the lawyer, the lawyer gets eaten on the toilet. That Newman gets destroyed by the Velociraptors in the mud. That's right. Newman gets eaten in the mud, and I'm afraid yeah. that. I mean, it seems like we're walking into very obvious territory that this bee will inevitably turn us into royal jelly and eat us. Become sentient start to breed, and all of a sudden now we have sort of a beast the size of Wales revolution on our hands. Yeah. So it- I, yeah, uh, and again, and I also, I, I guess this is another good question for Officer Mitch, who's essentially taken on the responsibility of sort of keeping the Hall of Fame safe and right. <clears throat> frankly under control, and sort right. of a patrolling beast the size of a whale a little bit steps on Mitch's toes, or maybe it doesn't, maybe he would appreciate the help. So exactly. I just would almost want to loop Officer Mitch into this conversation and just exactly. to see what he thinks having a be the size of a whale patrolling the grounds of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think that we, um, we this is a safe space. And I think that um, we can all talk about securities. And if having a bee the size of a whale patrolling the No Joke Hall of Fame makes Mitch feel a little insecure and makes him question his responsibility there, then I think that we should acknowledge that before we go into the lab to I think start so, 
I think yeah. so too. And, and because that, I mean, it could be done. We have a robotics expert. We have DOSFX. We have a lot of, right. essentially the top minds of our generation. We haven't even mentioned Eli the expert, who is literally an expert. So, you know, we have a lot of brilliant minds that could sort of, I don't doubt that we could construct a bee the size of a whale to patrol the ground mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just, uh, yeah, as it said in Jurassic Park, I think just because we, we kept, we kept focusing on whether or not we could, we forgot to ask whether or not we should. You know yeah. what I mean? We could yeah. do it, but should we? Yes, yeah. we clearly yeah. can do it. The question is, should we? Right. Um, yeah. On nojokepubliclist.com, everyone should visit yeah. it twice a week. Um, yeah. Someone suggested, and I find it very funny, um, someone once suggested um, whales the size of bees. Now that <laughs> yeah. I be able to listen to. I might be interested yeah. if, um, if Gossip X and um, all the engineers at the No Joke Hall of Fame could come together and see if that's possible. Maybe we build a moat and fill it with whales the size of bees. I love that. I really, really love that. It could be a moat. It could be a fish tank. It could be both Mm -hmm. of the above. I mean, I Mm -hmm. love that. That could be a really nice addition. I don't see them taking, taking us over, you know, because if they, if they plot, we could put them in. in We could harpoon them. We could harpoon them with little toothpicks. Sure. We could do that too. We could just use a pool skimmer. (laughs) Both skipper and get them. We could just yeah. get them. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so we will come back to that, Adam. We have two more voicemails from the Nash. Um, let's get into them. Let's we do it. Have... Okay, great. This is from our friend Hannah, and she says, "No joke, Hall of Fame pitch." Hey, Billy and Adam, as a longtime listener and member of the No Joke Nash, I am yeah. excited to offer my services to the Hall of Fame. I great. hope it's helpful. Um, Adam, before she um, says anything, is there anything yep. you'd like to say to Hannah? Oh, 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 gosh. Is this a cue that I'm not picking up on right now? Is there something specific that I need to tell Hannah? Oh, oh, other than you're in. Congratulations. Welcome to Reno. Pack your bag. Yeah, you really nailed that one. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we, are, we are dozens of miles away, Adam. We are both staring at computer screens. We do not see each other. So the fact that you picked up any cues is a miracle. Yeah, yeah really. Um, this is Hannah. Let's hear what Hannah wants to provide to the Nash. Great. Okay. Hey, Billy and Adam and the No Joke Nash. My name is Hannah, and I am watching with delight as the No Joke Hall of Fame is is filling out and filling up. And as I'm seeing more and more more people pack their bags and head to Reno. One correction. One correction. They're packing their bag. Singular. Singular. (laughs) But otherwise, perfect score thus far. As this large group of people that may or may not be allowed to leave the hall has um, what may or may not be a quality flat screen for entertainment, (laughs) no joke library. Books. Love it. Love it. Like a real prison. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never considered that. Written word. The written word on the page. Interesting. Yeah. And as uh, as an English teacher, I'd love to volunteer as the resident no joke librarian. Amazing, and that's how it ends. Amazing, John. That's the end of the voice. Yes, that's it. Drops. She drops. Strong librarian. Strong. Yes. Wow. Done. Um, Done. Adam. So Hannah's in. Is it irresponsible? Is it irresponsible to hire a librarian to bring in a librarian before we have any books? No, I think that is, it is, that is, you have to, no, it is symbolic. It is, mm-hmm. it is a symbolic hire. It is saying we value books so much and we have such faith in Hannah as a librarian that we trust Hannah to curate the books herself. So mm-hmm. I 
fully I'm putting my faith in Hannah to be the top tier librarian that this Hall of Fame needs. Okay, so now in prison culture, you can usually um, exchange cigarettes um, for crowbars. And when you get the crowbar, um, you can break out. That's usually how it works. You get two cigarettes and then you exchange it for someone else in the field and then you get a crowbar and then you break out. What I'm trying to say is that there's trading and exchanging prison culture. The whole market. Whole market because that's how you get things from outside of prison into that's right. prison. That's right. Is this going to be Hannah's job to bring in books um, from outside and have to smuggle them in? Will she be having to trade cigarettes to get books in to the No Joke Hall of Fame? Is my question. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I mean, that is very prisoning. Again, again, this is yet another item for Officer Mitch to consider. Sorry to put so yeah. much on your plate, Mitch, but look, you're patrolling look. the grounds with your billy club, and it's up to you to yeah. keep this place safe and locked down. So uh, mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, I, I wonder where these books are going to come from if – uh, I mean, I think that there's a world where all future inductees into the Hall of Fame, not that we're requiring them to pack a book in Vine Bank, but no. maybe the library is built organically from sort of uh, some fr- from in- from the inductees themselves. I don't know. I don't know. These are all these are all good questions, but I don't know how the library gets populated. So you're in, Hannah, um, and Officer Mitch. I think we're going to need you to check in with us next week. Please listen. Yeah, Mitch, you got a lot. You got a lot to think about, Mitch. Yeah. yeah. Please listen to this episode twice because we won't. And write down all the requests that we made of you, and please come back with some answers because it's starting to feel like chaos. <laughs> it's starting to feel like chaos. Um, on yeah. That note, on the note of chaos, I think I heard that Fig woke up, and he might be in the background now. Am I wrong in saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. did you hear him? No, you're correct. Yeah, he's here. He's awake, and he's here. So, so what do you say? We have one more question from Ganesh, uh, and then we wrap this puppy up. Let's do it. And Sounds good. That episode would be complete without um, checking in with the expert. That's right. Ask Eli! Adam, last episode, your mom called in, and she really wanted us to listen to Nickel Creek, and I had to put it down softly that I probably wasn't going to do any research. Um, I wasn't going to do, I wasn't going to do it. All, with all due respect, it just wasn't going to be But we did ask... Eli, our expert for five fast facts. Five fast, fast facts. facts. Five fast facts about the creek. Now, do I know if this is five fast facts about the creek? I do not. I haven't listened to it. We're going to find out together. Yeah. No. So let's, let's see if we get five fast facts about the creek from Eli <laughs> to round out this episode of No Joke. Sound good? This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So the, the, the file is called Nick Creek. Nick Creek. Yeah. Pretty good start. Nick, Nick Creek. All right. Nope. You can expect you can expect the cough to kick this thing off. Always. <laughs> yep. Ooh, it sounded like there was a new sound that followed. I'll let this one rock, but listen to the new sound that follows. <laughs> one. Oh, one. It's the number one for five fast facts, Jesus Here Christ. We go. For- Here we go. <laughs> one. The trio first began playing together in nineteen eighty eight. At the Pizza Place in Carlsbad, California. Two. Her first album, Little Cowpoke, is a collection of folk country trail songs released in 1993. Three. Sarah Watkins won the National Yodeling Championship in the junior female category in 1992. Okay. Four. Sarah and Sean Watkins are brother and sister. And five. In 2003, their album, This Side, won a Grammy for Best Contemporary Folk Album, beating Johnny Cash and Steve Earle for the honor. Johnny Cash also died in 2003. Damn. So let's see a coincidence. (laughs) Thanks again for asking Eli. 
<laughs> he he delivered. He is efficient. He is uh, he's on point. Those are five fast facts about the Bear Nickel Creek. He is so good at inside jokes that yeah. he doesn't even have to say you requested five fast facts, and here nope. they are. He just dives nope. right in. Brevity. He also Beautiful. claims he also claims that Nickel Creek killed Johnny Cash. Yeah, he alleged he was definitely implying it. That was in between the lines for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. He, he did keep an open mind um, and say that one day um, bees the size of whales could eat humans. So what do you say that you and I keep an open mind, much like him, to say that maybe Nickel Creek off to Johnny Cash for the trophy? Look, I'm, I'm not saying definitively it didn't happen. That's that's all I'll say. I will say definitively that I won't say definitively that it didn't happen. That's that's what I'll say. Same team. Yep. Same team. Yep. Um, Adam, yeah. this is a great episode. I learned a lot about skiing. <laughs> yes, yeah, skiing yeah. and Hawaii. They both have two eyes next to each other. Yeah, it's mid it's mid April. Seems like the appropriate conversation to be having right now. Um, but that's what, we, that's what we tried to do. Adam it was another good one. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Oh, thanks for having me, Bill. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh. Very nice time. Yes. Um, all right. Well, thanks to everybody who checked in. Uh, you know, like we say, if we're, we might release a bonus episode on Tuesdays. We just don't know. It kind of depends on how many VMs we get and how we're feeling. But uh, please keep checking in. It's doing wonders oh, yeah. for us. Absolutely. Thank you, Nation. Officer Mitch, we look forward to hearing from you next week with all of the sort of protocol that we will be um, enacting in future weeks. It's a big help. Yeah, you got a lot um, on your plate. Yeah, you got a lot on your plate, Mitch. But until then, uh, I am Billy Scafuri. And I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>